0: So they decided to completely rip apart the Big 12, or rather, begin the process of ripping apart the Big 12 by isolating themselves from every other program and trying to get started.
1: You want to try that again? Yes. Go ahead. Talk. Yeah, come on, talk. We're talking. Go, Parker. Don't look at me like a deer in the headlights go back and cut that no no you can continue talking
0: welcome to next play sooner edition a student produced podcast bringing you a closer look at the athletic programs on the campus of the university of oklahoma alongside kurt watson i'm parker Thune, and now here's your host baylor Hurst.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Play Sooner Edition. We have a little bit of a different setup this week. We're going to be releasing Sooner Edition first, and we'll be releasing our main episode of Next Play later in the week, our 50th episode, our final episode of season one of Next Play. Whoop, whoop. As it's been Let's a ride. Go. So we'll talk a little bit more about this semester during uh, our, during Next Play, but I wanted to talk a little bit about Sooner Edition, maybe reflect a little bit on this semester Uh First of all, we're just going to open it up with Kurt. Kurt, what is what are some of your favorite parts of the semester of Sooner Edition?
1: Gosh, it's a great question. I think being able to kind of orchestrate this product, um, direct it and oversee the different aspects of what was included in the show it has been really cool for me. Jake Hewlin joined our team early on. He's been a huge asset. It's been fun working along with both him and Parker. Um, Baylor, you started hosting the show recently. I feel like you've done a killer job with that. So watching the evolution has been really cool. I've loved introducing um, new franchise elements. The Texas Sucks fact of the day is the the big one there. It's really the, the main franchise element we have in the show. Um, and that's been a blast to uh, to just come up with every week and just a really fun aspect of it. So it's been fun to watch the evolution. Um, can't wait to see what happens in the future. Parker, I yield. Well, Kurt,
0: you already talked about literally everything, so... I feel marginalized now. I have nothing further to say. This
1: is a pretty consistent theme with Parker.
0: As
3: Baylor Hurst is groping for some yogurt-covered strawberries. They're what, these, delicious.
0: Yes, uh, Jake Hewlin brought some uh, yogurt-covered strawberry fruit snacks. by to you by was well an cheese. interesting word of choice, it was. Jake. It was. Baylor, that word only has a negative connotation in minds like yours.
3: Brought All to right, you by Welch's. In your dirty mind.
2: These well, are Jake, some favorite... Well, okay, was, we'll give you a few I, more I was going to, to elaborate
0: more on these snacks because they're probably one of the most interesting things that's happened. It tastes almost like
2: t- cake? <laughs> better
3: than Lee Moon?
0: Uh, no, definitely not better than uh, okay. Lee Moon sparkling. Better lemon. than they're, Tom they're, Petty, I, though. I'm, I'm not a huge fan, I'm going to be honest. It's just, it's a little weird. It's eccentric. I kind of liked it at first, but after I popped a couple more, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm not feeling this. So kind oh. of like drugs. I kind of like drugs, yeah. I would say I drugs know. have the, the
2: opposite effect.
1: Well,
0: I mean, well, bad and then are you, you speaking get from
2: experience, Baylor? Absolutely, Jake. <laughs> favorite memory about Sooner Edition this semester? You know, just being with the bros and kind of developing the relationship.
3: Oh, so we're bros now? Yeah, bros for sure. Okay. Developing the relationship between everyone. It's it's awesome. Um, being able to just talk with y'all about my favorite sports organization in the whole entire world. University of Oklahoma.
1: Mm, well said. I tell you what, Spoken like we, a true all Sooner. Can,
3: we all have found common ground
0: in our perception that the University of Texas sucks. It does. Which For is sure. the best part of this show.
1: Indeed. Well, and Sooner Athletics, how they're great and don't suck.
0: Well, also that, but mostly yeah. was given. sucks.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
2: All right, guys, let's hop right in. The first thing that we're going to be talking about is gymnastics. One great story, one sad story. Let's start with the downer news and then move into the better news. The women's gymnastics team lost to the University of Florida at the national championship Mm -hmm. this year. In I thought it was UCLA, maybe, wasn't it? UCLA, I apologize. University of Florida was a threat, though, weren't they? they uh, were. Florida
0: was the team that OU lost to earlier in the season. Yes,
2: they lost earlier on in the season, but they just lost to UCLA. I apologize for the mistake that I made. That's a factual error. That's 50% it off is my
1: grade. It is 50% off your grade for this podcast.
2: But let's unpack that. Let's talk about what we saw. Let's talk about why it was shocking. And let's talk about the team moving forward. Parker, you want to start us off? I mean, like You
0: just have to... At the end of the day you just have to hand it to UCLA. This was a win that they deserved. I mean heck Maggie Nichols who is without a doubt the best gymnast in all of college gymnastics and has been throughout the entire season, she still won the all-around national championship
3: and, and named a wh- finalist for the Honda Award this oh, year. Exactly. So, and yeah. when
0: when you can turn in a performance like Oklahoma did putting up I believe what was it a 414.858 and not finish first, it's nothing that you really did wrong. It just comes down to, at the end of the day, you got outplayed. Yeah. And that's what you can chalk it up to. I get it. It sucks that you couldn't pull off the three-peat and make it three straight national championships. But, you know, as as we've said all week, when second place in the nation is a disappointment – it speaks to the quality of the gymnastics <laughs> program here at That's the University so true. of Oklahoma. That's exactly what
1: it's I was going to say. It's a great program. It is. It is. And we've seen just stellar talent from for the past few years. And, you know, it, it's true that second place was a disappointment. I think everyone expected another national championship win from this Oklahoma team. And they came so close um, to not be able to, to win it out. Um, I feel like Maggie Nichols uh, almost got gypped a little bit. Um, I believe that's what I hear the, a lot of people saying, yeah, the, the bars, her bars routine um, looked like it deserved to be scored higher. Um, but I mean, in the end, I feel like, you know, there could be um, some, some desire on the judges end to not give them a, a third national title. I'm not going to say that definitively that that's the case. Um, but I feel like that could have played into it. Um, but uh, I was disappointed for sure.
2: So of course we're disappointed, but let's talk about something we're not disappointed with. Okay. We're talking four undefeated seasons. What? what? Four U? national championships in a row. The men's gymnastic team of the university of Oklahoma. Let's unpack this weekend, starting with uh, Kurt
1: Parker. Can I get a, uh, a gym? U real quick.
2: Jim, you. Yeah.
1: Excellent. All right. So Baylor, you said it Four national titles. In a row. In a row. That's insane. And it just speaks to just the quality of athletes that we have here at the University of Oklahoma, specifically in the men's gym department. Levi Anderson, Hunter Justice, and Yul Moldauer are just a few of the incredibly deep roster that incredibly deep depth chart that this uh, this gym team has this gymnastics team has um mark williams i think is an incredible coach he's led this team uh faithfully for many years I he didn't...
0: himself has nine national championships
1: uh, is that
3: at ou at oh, ou okay that's
1: yeah that's insane i'm looking follow um, both hands yeah, so I'm excited to see what this team does um, later on in the the year, next season uh, specifically. Um, Parker, I know you had some, some cool opportunities to interact with the, the team you want yeah, to share what. those with.
0: I'll tell you all why this OU men's gymnastics team is so dominant, all right? On Monday afternoon... I went down to the Sam Pearson Gymnastics Complex down on the south end of campus with Lauren Linville, who's one of our fantastic journalists in the sports department here at Gaylord Hall. We went down there to just shoot a little bit of video for a package that was going to run that night on OU Nightly. We walk into the foyer where the trophy room is. The national championship trophy that the men's team had just won the previous day is not even out of the box. Okay, so we we go talk to the SID Danny and ask if we can get the trophy in our shot. He goes, takes it out of the box. So we're literally the first people to see this thing out of its carrying case. What an incredible opportunity. Yes. So he pulls the trophy out. We shoot what we need to shoot, walk back through the main complex. And the day after they had just won a national championship, you'd expect that that complex would have been empty, that everybody would have been off celebrating and reveling in their fourth straight title. They were out there practicing. Are you serious? One they day, were out one there. day no after, way.
2: after the national championship. The day there.
0: after they'd won the national championship, oh they were right gosh. back on the grind. And that is how you go undefeated for four years in a row, win four straight national champion sh- championships. That is why this OU men's gymnastics team is as dominant a unit <laughs> as you will find across all of collegiate athletics.
1: I don't know why I'm
3: surprised. I mean, talk about dedication <laughs> to perfection. No I am
2: surprised. And I mean... I think that plays directly into my next question for you guys. Where do you see this team going? I mean, they're losing a lot of seniors, yeah. obviously, because it's about to be turnover time, and right. they've won four in a row. Are they going to continue the success? Are there any bright young stars we should be aware of? Um,
0: if anybody coming in is half as dedicated as the current roster of that men's gymnastics team, heck, 8, 9, 10 national championships in a row, I mean, the sky is the limit.
1: Well, talk about recruitment too. Who doesn't want to go to a team that has won four national championships in the past four years? I
0: mean, how easy is it for Mark you're, Williams you're to bring truly in top, top gymnastics, gymnastics of the recruits? Crop. I mean, you just flash the yeah, nine rings on nine your hands. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and gymnasts from everything that I have seen, like my younger brother was um, in gymnastics growing up, like comp- competed um, pretty seriously. They don't stop. Um, they are raw athletes, train continuously, um, and you know the best gymnasts truly. And I, I think you can say this about athletes in general: um, do everything they can to just hone their their craft to to make it the best that it can be. And I feel like Mark Williams has done a great job in finding those recruits who are truly dedicated to the sport um, and just building this dynasty that just continues to get bigger and bigger. Don't ever gym. compare. Anyone in the OU athletic department to Nick Saban? Okay, please. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. What? What are you think? What? Is, what is he thinking?
0: I, I'm I don't losing know. my mind. I'm sorry. I'm just wondering if you don't take the day off after you win a national championship, what day do, during the year do you take off?
1: You don't. Like, you don't.
0: <laughs> no days off. Easter. That's about it. I don't
1: even know if they take those
0: off. Who knows? Gosh, I'm assuming. They do. I cannot what? believe that level of devotion.
1: Yeah, it's it's impressive, and that's the reason they they win every year.
2: And now a very special presentation from Parker Thune.
3: Is it the last
2: one of a semester?
3: It is pretty special.
1: What what the last one of what?
3: The last Texas Sucks (sighs) Fact of the Day. Ah, (sighs) And why do we have
1: the Texas Sucks fact of the day, Jake Ulin?
3: Because we have to make sure
2: that wrong. The audience knows Texas
3: it
1: sucks. sucks. Two, yes. Two words. Texas simple sucks. Simple two word Just answer. The, brevity, okay. brevity.
2: And now a special presentation from Parker Thune.
0: I tell you what, boys, I've been sitting on this one, waiting to throw it out there. I, it's never hard, though, to come up with a Texas sucks back in the day because, I mean, to be completely honest with you and to be transparent, there are a myriad of reasons why the University of Texas You are not sucks. wrong. Today's Texas Sucks fact of the day, gentlemen, is that circa 2010-2011, the University of Texas decided that its own 24-7 network was more important than the Big 12. So the Longhorn Network was born, and the Big 12, as we knew it,
1: died. How so? Explain. how the Big 12 die when the Longhorn Network It born?
0: created a divide between the Big 12 programs soon after Nebraska left for the Big 10, hmm. Colorado left for the Pac-12, <clears throat> Missouri and Texas A&M left for the SEC. And oh, guess what? The Big 12 committee had to go and grab TCU and West Virginia at the 11th hour just to save the conference from dissolution.
1: Well, I mean, it did its job. We in didn't that want to be Big East. I mean, TCU and West or West Virginia have been great assets to yeah the but they're not big 12
0: group. teams like when you think yeah. of big 12
1: teams you don't think of tcu and west virginia oh you oh OU, OU, osu texas
0: I mean,
3: am i the
1: only one that really misses the oklahoma nebraska texas, rivalry? texas oh killed no the i OU, OU, nebraska, nebraska rivalry dude i am so excited we're playing them in four years yeah but OU, we couldn't be nebraska playing them every single year
3: if texas didn't ruin it
1: yeah you're right and i really wish and was still here as well texas threw a wrench in the entire big 12 well that's what they do you know why because,
0: because they they suck. Texas sucks. I mean, because
2: Texas sucks. Gosh, if a
0: team could have left the Big 12, why couldn't it have been Kansas? Screw Kansas. They're awful. Someone has to
1: beat Texas every once in a while. Hey, hey. I All like right. it.
2: And next, we're gonna have a baseball update. Thune, care to start us off? Parker Thune.
0: Thune. Thune. Well, the Oklahoma Sooners baseball squad celebrated 420 with a uh, very interesting development down in Lubbock in their game
1: what's, against the what, Texas Tech What's the raiders. significance of 420? Don't worry about it. Okay. okay. Weed.
0: So, weed.
2: We'll tell
1: you later. What's weed?
2: The significance of 420 is weed. So, yeah. um, on
0: 420, in the 10th inning of OU's contest with Texas Tech, Texas Tech had a runner on third base and OU pitcher Cade Cavalli, apparently under the influence of weed, <laughs> decided that it was an opportune time to balk. So Texas Tech won on the uber rare balk off in the tenth inning, five to four over the Sooners. For
2: those which, who don't know what that what balk means, can you break it? Down? Is
0: that you, Baylor? Or no, you, I am no, oh, okay. asking
2: you to explain because it's not a it's super concert. and a, and, and a legal
0: enough. move that a pitcher makes on the pitching rubber. Like I could go into a lot of
1: detail on it. It's like basically it's like, where you act like you're going to pitch, but you don't. Right. Oftentimes, that's what's more called. often than not. Yes. Okay. All so, right. so you go through the motions, but don't release. Yeah. The ball? In a sense, yes.
2: All right, anything else you want to say about baseball, Parker? Well,
0: the Sooners ended up dropping two of three to the Red Raiders on the trip. I mean, Texas Tech came into the weekend ranked number four in the country, so not a huge setback for the Sooners. They've lost in the their big past picture. four, or six. Yeah,
3: so they, it's kind of been a little bit of a rough patch
0: absolutely but you know it happens Uh, they did get out of town on sunday on the heels of a 12 to 5 victory over texas tech so they're back on the upswing we'll see over the next few days whether they they're able to get back to their winning ways
1: well i mean all the ou players that left lubbock still came out with a win because they don't go to the university of texas tech or texas tech university whichever and they don't have raider ash so that's a win as well
2: all All right time for a softball (laughs) update Cut Jake, me you, off care you care to you care to give us a little bit about softball?
3: Yeah, sure. So we rarely have a loss, but we did encounter one this past Thursday. The streak is against gone. Oregon. Yes, streak our streak of twenty three straight wins was broken at the hands of a bunch of Oregon Ducks. Mm. I tell you what, and it though. was a five zero loss.
0: Mean, you know, uh, you know, Oregon's one of the states where weed is legal. So what do you figure happened on 420? <sighs> Steroids. People
2: smoked weed. We actually we, we beat, beat the Oregon State. We beat State the beavers. crap
0: out of all those high Oregon State players.
2: We beat the we beat the heck out of all those ducks, man. No, all those or, high it was, ducks.
0: It was, No, it was Oregon State. Oh, it was Oregon it was, State. It was Oregon State. Ducks. State at 420. Ducks. 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 Yeah. Beavers. We
3: lost the ducks. We beat the beavers.
2: Okay. All right.
0: Throttled the beavers because they throttled. They <laughs> they'd all been lighting
1: it up. I liked, yeah. I like that Baylor is oh, nothing,
2: <laughs> Baylor is nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Um, <laughs> yeesh, but talking. Okay. So we talked a little bit about baseball. We talked a little bit about softball guys. We're about to wrap up for this semester. We have a few things that we're going to break down. The first thing yeah. I want you to do is I want you to give me, I want you to give me your favorite sooner athletic moment this year, man. And what, are, does anyone have one ready right
1: that's, now? That's a tough
2: one. Otherwise, I'll just tell I can, you guys mine. Go, I can why don't you? Okay, go, really go ahead, Because
0: I don't think it's okay. close. When Baker Mayfield became the first yeah. walk-on to win the Heisman Trophy, I mean, that's the most cliche were,
1: answer you could give. I, I understand it's basic. My answer is a little bit more cliche. But, oh wow! Bob Stoops retiring or Lincoln Riley something. Never no. mind. I'll, I'll let I'll let Parker.
0: I mean, it was a year full of iconic moments for yeah. Sooner athletics, but to become the first walk-on in history to win the Heisman, to cap off an incredible career at the University of Oklahoma, a prolific season, and to go down in history, possibly as the greatest quarterback that has ever donned the Crimson and Cream. What a career it was for Baker Mayfield, and what a way to cap it off with a Heisman trophy. Do you think he'll be the only ever walk-on to win the Heisman? I don't know if we can say that, but I think it says enough about him that he was the first.
1: Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'll give you a little more of an unpopular opinion here. Um, and if we'll see how Mike y'all, Stoops, just how, how y'all uh, respond to it. But, um, I think my favorite moment was when Trey Young decided to go to the NBA. Um, Trey was, Huh? Trey Hodas. Well, he did, but, um, you know we saw him have a really impressive season uh, with the Sooners Um, he he really killed the first part of the season and even played well during the latter part even though they didn't win nearly as much as we wanted them to Um, but I I think he was ready I really think that he is going to grow the most in the NBA Um, it was fun to watch him play his freshman year and have a lot of success but I'm excited to see what he's going to do bring the Sooner legacy Um, just one more uh, into uh, into the NBA and see where he ends up. So it's that's exciting for me. It's always good to see
3: some Sooners repping
0: us in the pro For sure, for sure. Is he the first one-and-done in the history of OU basketball? I feel like he almost has to he, be. He's
1: the main one that he, I yeah. know of. He, he is uh, he the only
2: one. All right, Jake, Powell what was basketball. your favorite memory from this I have year, to go
3: with the amount of cojones that it Cajones. took. Cajones.
1: Cajones. There you go. You for
3: Riley idea. to step up in his first season as head coach, and guide us to the college football playoff. Mm. I think it is incredible for a person such as Riley to step into the shoes of the Oklahoma head coach position. For sure. With people such as uh, Switzer or Stoops stepping in and taking over. I Such incredible head coaches that we've seen in the history of OU football. And I think... That him stepping up to the plate and hitting it out of the park is incredible.
1: I like that baseball analogy, talking about a football coach. Of course. That's good.
2: Well, there are a lot of things that I could go into. The first thing that comes to mind is the planting of the flag. Yep. That is... That
1: is cliche, but I freaking love it. The planting
2: of the flag might be the most memorable moment, not only of this year, but maybe in Sooner Athletics. Mm. I mean, we'll be telling our kids about the time that Baker Mayfield planted the flag, but... Uh, Another memory that really comes to mind is seeing the Big 12 Championship. Driving, uh, even though I was on maybe two hours of sleep, Parker and (laughs) I, driving all the way to Texas and then driving to uh, Jerry's World, the tyrant that he is. But we still got to drive to Jerry's World. And watch the Big 12 Championship. I fell asleep during halftime because I was so low on sleep. But still, it was incredible to go there, cheer on. I also go. I also got to go to the OU Texas game, which was another incredible memory. I got literally the worst seats in the house, but it was still an amazing moment. So some great memories. But I think in the, at the end of the day, it has to be planting the flag. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about one more thing today. Let's do it. Obviously, next year. OU Sooner athletics will still exist. It will, of course. What are you looking forward to most next year, as far as Sooner sports go?
1: OU football, as always. uh, I think even during a rebuilding season, that next year will be in a lot of ways, they're going to show up, show out, and I think they're going to have a lot of potential to go all the way.
2: For me, it's for me, it's Jim U. For me, it's to see if Jim U. can continue on. Got one year. Add a fifth championship to that streak. See if they can have turnover. Excellent turnover. I mean, I mean Parker's story alone has me so hyped to yep. see what the men's gymnastics team does next year. Jake,
3: I'm excited to see who's going to be under, under center for the OU football team.
1: You don't, don't think it'll be Kyler?
3: I really or you're think unsure after the Kyler? spring game, I am unsure about who's going to be at QB. Okay. It's really hard to tell right now, but I think the future is bright for the OU Sooners. Okay. One guy Rodney Anderson, who's going to have
0: a lot of hype coming into the season as a Heisman Trophy frontrunner, which we've talked about in the past. I'm curious to see whether he can live up to the hype after everything that he's been through just to get to this point to become one of the most dominant running backs in college football, whether he can take his game to a new level this season and help get Oklahoma back to the college football playoff.
1: That man is a tank. He's so fun to watch.
2: Guys... We did it. We did it. That's the first season of Sooner Edition. It is. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much to our listeners for listening in. Thank you so much for supporting us as we blabber into microphones. You can follow us on Instagram at NextPlayPod. You can uh, contribute on Patreon. Chuck in a buck. Help us keep the lights on at (laughs) patreon.com slash nextplay. That's the first semester. Thank you so much for listening. And
1: Boomer Sooner.